The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Hey guys, this is Mickey James, and we are releasing a very, very special podcast edition of Busted Open, where we lift up icons, legends, Hall of Famers. It is Women's History Month, and there is no one greater than Miss Awesome Kong and Gail Kim, who revolutionized women's wrestling as we see it today. So please take a listen. You can check it out now, right here on Busted Open Podcast. When Tillamook ice cream beckons you to the freezer aisle, which irresistibly creamy flavor do you choose? While you're thinking, try not to fuck up the glass. Tillamook Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Good morning, Gail. Good morning. Good morning. Is How Kia are here? you? 
It's Good cute. morning, Danielle. Yay! Okay, I didn't know. I had heard rumblings that we may be on today together. Uh, so I'm so thrilled. This is I'm so honored that you both could make it because I, I was like, I really want to talk about the history that you made and how you all changed women's wrestling for everybody for the better. And it really started when with you two, I, I truly believe that of this whole give, you know, women's wrestling a chance in the women's revolution, because you two went out there and broke the mold of what we were seeing on national television for women in the industry. Um, and I'm just, you know, I, I don't know that you all, realize that sometimes and I'm, I'm sure it wasn't something that you realized in the moment um but yeah yeah kia you want to i don't know kia, well, i'm already answering questions yeah go ahead <laughs> I, i'm just i'm so thankful that gail i mean if you know gail you know her tenacity mm -hmm. and how when she wants something she goes for it and she she wanted to bring in girls who could work and focus on the work and not just on the, the, the facade of it all. And um, she, she spoke to people who listened and actually took her seriously. Mm -hmm. And so for girls who could, who would look different, not just this cookie cutter mold who all bring in something different um, to wrestling and had different skills, different looks, something, something for, a little bit of something for everybody. And I think that just the, the timing was right. Um, mm -hmm. And Gail being the lovely, awesome fall buster that she is, she would not give up. And she made them go out there and find her some people that could, would, would work the way she wanted to work every night. And when we would go out there, we would go out there and I mean, just leave it all out there. We, we mm -hmm. would wrestle every time we were booked on the show we would wrestle as if it was the last time we were freaking wrestling we didn't we didn't worry what was coming next it was all about that night mm -hmm. and, and we didn't know what was coming up but uh gradually things just manifested yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it was um you know first off we have everything to, uh, we owe everything to Jeff Jarrett, to be honest. You know, I still tell him to this day, he gave us the opportunity. And, you know, it was funny because walking into TNA at that time, I had other wrestlers tell me, <clears throat> Jeff hates women's wrestling. Right. <laughs> Excuse me, I have a lot of allergies today. Um, so it's like, oh, and, you know, fans don't want to see women's wrestling. It's the bathroom break. And I was like, I refuse. Mm -hmm. To believe this i refuse to believe this and um sometimes you just gotta it's scary but you have to take these chances on yourself and mm -hmm. i did say okay i i couldn't manage anymore i couldn't watch the guys doing what i loved and be ringside and i was appreciative of that role but i knew that's not what i had to give to the business and so i was like okay if we're not going to wrestle soon i need to leave because it's been a year and a half and so you know what at least they thought I was valuable enough to give that chance. And so they said, and they'd kind of tested the waters and they said, can you work Jackie? And I said, Jackie Moore. And I was like, bring in anybody, bring in Jackie. And like, they tested the waters with that. And then once they were happy with that, they said, we're going to bring in a women's title. We're going to bring in all these girls. And then, you know, I think a lot of people think, oh, what's going to happen when you're bringing 10 girls overnight? You know, it could be pretty crazy and uh loki was the first one to tell me about 
Kong. And I was so intrigued and I never saw her work. And I just told Dutch, I was like, we don't have anyone like this. You know, we need to have someone like this. And I trust what he's saying. And she's a force to be reckoned with. And I can just tell just based on his description, you know, we need someone different. We need someone. And Kia ended up being more than we ever envisioned or, or hoped for um, because she was like, magical you know mm -hmm. um the the presence that from the first entrance when she walked out and um I always say people have always tried to duplicate her mm -hmm. um, and it's never been able they've never been able to do it because it was everything it was like the presence oh. the the skill the facials um they were on another level and for some reason, we had that very first match together as a singles match before the gauntlet and the title match. And Jeff just saw something magical that even though, like you said, we didn't realize at the moment, we're just trying to prove ourselves, to be honest, to get mm -hmm. to that next match, just to get to the next match, not just, you know, what, what had happened for the division. And um, he saw it in us and Scott Demore kind of I remember him telling me, um, Jeff just loves you and Kia just loves you and Kong and he loves what he's seeing. So they kind of saw it in us before we really realized, like I said, like you said, we're just trying to prove ourselves every single time. Right. Yeah. Right. It's so funny. You say Jeff doesn't love, like, I think that was a misconception that Jeff doesn't love women's wrestling. Cause what I think he didn't love is what women's wrestling had become, which was like this hokey kind of watered down because, you know, at the time it was more sexual or, or bra and panties matches or like, and as long as the girls could, I remember at a time and I'm sure that you all too is like, as long as you got through the match and you came back and nobody got hurt, people would go like, Oh, good match ladies. Good job. <laughs> yeah. And in your mind, you're going like, what are you talking about? That was yeah. terrible because yeah. of like the amount of, you know, the type of people or people were training. It was very rare that you got to go in there with someone who was legitimately great, you know? So it was always refreshing and exciting when you could, because you knew like, Oh, I can now I can really show what we can do because you always had to kind of water it down some. So, and I think that that was because Jeff gave me one of my first opportunities. And I think that, I think he doesn't get the credit that he deserves in a lot of respect of like the people that he gave opportunities when nobody else would. Um, I don't think um, he ever showed that. That's just what I kept on hearing from. People. Right. And I was like, hmm, I, I, I just don't believe that because I have never seen any indication of that. So right. Obviously he was yeah. a supporter. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, and what so, you guys did is like what you said, I got chill bumps when you were talking. Cause I was like, Oh my God, it was magical. You know, it, it really was. And it was like this breaking of this barrier of like this mold of what women's wrestling is supposed to be and what we're supposed to look like and how we're supposed to act out there. And um, it was just so different. And I think it was very, very inspiring, you know, for so many people. And especially when you look at the landscape today of the women who are out there and it's so diverse and, and it's so um, the character wise. And it's like it's really built off of the ability rather than the look, you know, um, and that I really do believe that. And I say that all the time. It was like I really do believe it was like the start of something so amazing. And it was really cool. It was cool to see that whole thing like bud and come to fruition and the magic that you guys put out there together. 
it was because you were such different performers in the ring. You looked so different. You wrestled so different. It was just, it was cool. It was really, really cool. And I couldn't remember a time like that for me um, in women's wrestling until I went back to like Luna Vachon and Scary Sherry and that kind of whole thing when, you know, and, and it, it's just, it's, it's, it was really, really inspiring. And I just, I'm so grateful, you know, for you both. And I'm grateful I get to work, work with you all the time, Gail. And we have conversations like this, but I even was super grateful because Kia, I didn't really get to work with you. I mean, as I was coming into TNA, the second run, you were kind of going out and you've gotten and done so many amazing things since. Um, and we'll get to that. But um, so I really hadn't had a chance to get to know you or talk to you or on like a real level until Empower when we had that magical moment and then um, there. And it was so special. And it really, I think, reminded people of how special what you two do out there did because the reaction when Kia came out, when Kong came out was oh, yeah. deafening. Woo. It was deafening. I I know it was like, and then out there. And then I didn't even realize that you were going to announce your retirement until I'm literally standing in the crowd. Like I'm standing against the wall, like in the crowd, because I wanted to be in the arena for this moment. And I'm like, first off your reaction. And I'm like, holy shit, guys. I I, I kept saying that to Brian. I was like, oh, this will be the perfect moment to end things. I know. (laughs) That's what we're gonna do. So like, special. Get flowers and like so. <laughs> I know. I should have had a cake, flowers. <laughs> have you carried out on a on a banister thing? Right, and it's gonna be wonderful. And I'm gonna wait. <laughs> Everybody's like, "Oh, what? She's she's retired." And I was like, "Oh, no one knew this. Did I not articulate that?" <laughs> right. I'm an idiot. Five thousand. Yeah, it's. Uh, what I, what I'm most grateful for, what came out of Gail and I's uh, our feud is just the fact that uh, the talent for women's wrestling has always been there, right? But never really, you know, uh, noticed or appreciated. And you know, when Gail, when when our feud got the accolades that it did, fans started looking towards the indie women's wrestling that that was always there and, and women doing awesome matches and and right. really paying attention and and giving them the accolades and the and the adoration that they had always deserved and the respect that they had always you know deserved and um promoters starting giving women time and you know um uh, shimmer really broke out then and started finding different uh, uh, talent to showcase that went mm-hmm. on to do, uh, great things. And, and j- the j- Japanese scene was uh, there and people start learning about that. And uh, it was just so fortunate that the timing was right for, wim- for you know, women to get the fans and the adulation that they deserved. No doubt. Um, uh, I had a conversation with Terry Funk about he is a game changer and he was the first American to be cheered in Japan. And when mm-hmm. I told him that he was really, it was a profound, he's like, Hmm, I really did something with you two. You changed the game. And I don't know if you realize it. Steph Curry has changed the game of basketball where it's a three point game instead of how it used to be. 
you two, the, the terms trailblazers and changing the game and that game of professional wrestling, the two of you did that. And I hope that you realize how special you are when I friggin' talk to Gail every day and I never knew her pitch for you. I did that same pitch for you to Johnny of how special you are. Sure and, then, <laughs> and then it worked out, but like, it, it's just, if you sit back and think about it, you, you two really did, but like, and, and I get like when you're in the moment, you don't get it, but do you at least see that now? I think, um, Oh God, do you want to go ahead? No, 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 no. You go. Um, I think what you always wish for. And I think as, um, a producer now and, you know, kind of mentoring these, this next generation or generations after you, and when you meet fans and when they say that they really loved and remembered these matches, I just did appearances over the weekend and people still to this day blows my mind that now how many years later, I don't know how many, cause I'm terrible at math, but, um, <clears throat> say 15, 10, 15 years later, people are still saying to me, your matches with Kong, your matches with Kong. And I always tell them, thank you. I I'm just so grateful that you guys are still talking about it to this day. And I try to preach that to the next generation because they're so instant gratification and say what you really want is for people to remember 10, 15, 20 years down the line, even longer, if you're lucky, that feeling that they had when they watched you, because that's right. what they, they carry on into the future. And that's what you want. You want the memorable matches and the memorable feeling. Cause I remember, you know, Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage and Jake the snake and all these people from the feelings of their feuds and the storylines and what they, what they did to me resonated with me. And mm -hmm. for people to say that to this day, I'm just truly, truly humbled, grateful. And I thank you Kia so much for everything. You've always been so cool. Um, even there was one time when her back was thrown out. I always tell the story. It was later on <laughs> in her matches and we're going through something and her back went out and where she's just like, no, we're going to do it. We just kept on pushing the car down the line. And I said, are you sure? Are you okay? Are you okay? And then she, she, she was kind of out of it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to slap you across the face. If you seem out of it in the ring, <laughs> she's like, Gail, you and I have that relationship. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> wake you up you know um and mickey i thank you too for giving us that final um moment because i couldn't have asked for a better way to close that chapter um for an all women's pay-per-view like that first um run by woman for the first time so i think it was just perfect I, and we're so lucky kia i feel like we're so lucky that we found each other uh we were given the opportunity and that we're able to close that door which many wrestlers are not able to have. So I'm so, I'm so thankful. I always get emotional with you. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Like, don't, don't cry. That's why I didn't give you I was like, I'm be with Gail. Can't put anything that's going to run. Uh, yeah. For your questions. I mean, in retrospect, I believe, yes. I, I um, but in the moment, not really. I knew that we were doing something which is why I uh, would humbly ask TNA at the time to please uh, compensate me accordingly. Because uh, I felt that we were doing something. However, my lifestyle didn't reflect me 
they didn't match. It was kind of, you know, winky-wonky. And so I, I did feel like um, uh, I wasn't being compensated for what I had accomplished. Um, but in retrospect, and so now today, I feel like, yes, I was right. I have no regrets for asking them to pay me what I felt I deserved. Mm-hmm. And for leaving, even though they knew they knew they knew they they were paying me peanuts and they knew that I was broke as hell and they were they were banking on me being so broke that I couldn't leave and um you know telling me well you know WWE is never going to pick you up because they only hire x y and z type people and I mean that that sunk in for a while but me being me saying, well, I would rather sell oranges off the side of the 405 freeway than to not get paid what I feel I have earned. So deuces, it's been nice and awesome, but uh, I can't work and, and and not get paid what I feel I've earned. I've, I've done that my whole life. I need to take my first uh, salary uh, for my first really important job in my career when I was 25 years old. And had my own business before I became a wrestler. So I felt I was a businesswoman and knew my business. Mm-hmm. And paying me, already being a black woman, I make, uh, you know, three fourths of what other people make. So mm-hmm. knowing that when Gail and I would pop up on that screen, that's when the highest um, ratings would go on. Numbers don't lie. Now, right. what, what, what people are talking about on the internet that that I, I can't put into numbers, but you you've got the number you got the spreadsheet right there. It said them two bitches right there is making y'all's money. Pay them. So right. I think it was an ongoing problem back then. And I think it's improved nowadays, but it's still not where we need it to it's be. It's still not. Yeah. It's so and kudos to you, Kia, for standing up for yourself and doing that. And I think I God. I wish even I had had the courage to do that. Even my first WWE run, you know, you think about like that. We've slowly, slowly kind of reached this. We've reached an equality. And then when it comes to like time on television, time and matches, but we're still not equal on the pay scale of like what we're paying women who main event and shows versus, and there are exceptions. Don't get me wrong versus what we're paying men who are headlining. I'm sure like, you know, the payouts for a female match at WrestleMania main event is not the same for the payouts of a male's match main event at WrestleMania versus, and this is across the board, (laughs) AEW, anywhere that we go, everywhere that we go. It's been a slow um, process, but it's taken, you know, you say it's taken so long for us to get to where we are now, but you're right. When you say it, this is a business. Like, yes, we do it because we love it, we do it because we're passionate about it. We wanted to change the game and you two were a catalyst in changing that game. And for you to have the courage to say, no, you're going to pay me what I deserve. That set a new standard of going like, shit, we got to start paying these women what they deserve and not just like throwing them these random four minute, six minute matches and paying them what we pay our, you know, developmental talent and think that that's equal. It's not. Yeah. It's not. And so kudos to you because it's, it's slowly even still changing Yeah, that mindset. Yeah. And con, let that. me tell you, I, I work with Gail behind the scenes and a lot of times when she's describing something to a talent, she'd be like, no, no. Cause she gets all fired up. She starts <laughs> she waving does. her hands and then she's like, no, when Kong would hit a clothesline, bam. And like, she'll start acting. And I was like, up, oh, she's having flashbacks of the Kong Gail Kim series. <laughs> 
Get in the moment, you know. <laughs> but, and 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 this feud, the, the feud between would put us together because I'm I'm silly willy and would you know giggle and laugh and and I'm you know people don't know that Kia and Kong are two polar opposite people. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And um, right, Gail, me with my yes. Harry Potter wizard stuff, and I'm like, Harry, I love Harry Potter. There's <laughs> Tia, she's out in University of at the Harry Potter ride, and they're like, Get her, she's got stuff to do. And I'm like, <laughs> The kid, but Gail always makes sure that, hey, wrestling and get together and focus and stop with smiling up on his braids and serious. I, I I'm love the same, though, Kia. I'm the same. There's fun Gale and then there's work Gale and unfortunately work people don't really get to see fun Gale because once I step into that workspace it's kind of like you know after work I'll have a drink and everything and that's great but um most of the time people are just like you know serious Gale yeah serious Gale and I don't even know I have that face that look I love it well they're missing out because Gale is what is I wish I was, I want to be Gail when I grew up because she has such the balance. Like, you know, <laughs> she also has fun and she got her stuff together. Like, yeah, I want to be Gail when I grow up. When I grow up, I'm going to be But before, I, I don't know where we're going, but I, before we go is any further, um, I always want to take the opportunity to um, thank Tommy and to tell the story of when, when I got the call from John Laurinaitis and how I thought it was a rib oh, and, and, how, and how I like basically told John Laurinaitis off of ribbing me and told him it wasn't nice and gave him a whole you need Jesus talking, <laughs> you know, calling people and offering him jobs at WWE when it's not you. And, and it turned out it actually was, you gave him my number and he called and I got the call. And every time I see your sweet face, I think of that. And you are always in my prayers. And I pray for you. Uh, I just love you to death. And um, I ordered the little back thing. Remember your back thing when you pushed on the pelvis? I yeah. ordered that because of you, you your people don't know, but Tommy is awesome. And he always looks to help people and he's always there. Uh, for advice and uh so if he gives it take it yeah. even if you don't use it take it smile say thank you and either incorporate it in your life or you know put it away but uh, this man knows what he's talking about so thank you i love you well thank you i love you too i appreciate the kind words he's always looking out for the boys and the girls i always tell him yeah. that all the time. you're the people who never had that proper send off the people that you know that need to close that door tommy gives that to them and Tommy, you're a good man. <laughs> this isn't Tommy Dreamer of Wednesday. It's Women of Wednesday. Give yeah. your own flowers. I appreciate well, it. I love you me. both. Look at him crawling his little turtle shell in his little Tommy shell. All right, I'm going to go pee now. Finish your interview. Uh, yeah, Tom, Tommy's got, and, and, and Kia, if you are praying for Tommy, could you pray a little bit more? Because now that he's stepped away, he's crazy. And he does some of the most craziest things. So if you could pray for him just a little bit more, it would really be a big help. I will pray for him, but Dave, you do know that anybody in wrestling technically is a little crazy. I mean, <laughs> I believe that if you're a wrestler, that you qualify for an SSI check. You just automatically. <laughs> <do>. <laughs> if, if you apply, just like you know, what occupation wrestler? Bam, you get money from the government. That's how it should. Be. <laughs> I need to sign up for this. Well, let me ask you because Gail was talking about that balance of like. You know, fun Gale and work Gale. 
for you, when did that transition, when did that transition happen from Kia to Kong? Like when exactly when you were getting ready for a match did that transition happen? Um, I learned, I learned it was when the music hit. Funny enough, I wish Jeff was here because he would remember this. There was a, a big match. It was like a match right before pay-per-view for Gail and I. And I was panicking and, and Jeff just ha- happened to be at Gorilla and he's like, what's going on? I said, Kong's not here. And he goes, <laughs> Where is he? Kong's not here. And, and he's like, what do you mean? I was like, and I kept closing my eyes and opening and I was like, she's not here. She's not here. And he had no idea what I was talking about. I wasn't in the, the, the switch of the Kong's headspace and I was like I can't go out there as Kia this would be like what and I was so nervous but then the 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 stomps and the dun, 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 hit and then Khan came out of nowhere and I was like oh thank oh thank you girl you lay you think wrong <laughs> right now you gotta come on but that night I learned don't worry when the music hit she'll she'll wake up and she'll she'll come out because it really is um I, it really is like a mental thing because it really is the polar polar opposite of myself and i mean if people really were to stop uh and go frame by frame even each of my matches if you were to ever see a lot of the braids in my face if you were to look there, you're going to see me laughing or smiling or giggling or something. And you're going to see Kia, which is why a lot of times I have to put the braids on. It's like, all right, get serious. Where's Kong? Bring her back. Or, you know, or Gail would hit me with an elbow. And I was like, okay, Kong's back. Got to give her a receipt. I need Kong. Oh, my God. Uh, I just had to uh, throw my whole body into it and give everything I got. But Kia was like one time she gave me the biggest compliment it was a compliment to me at that time she's like girl you make me feel like i'm in japan again and i was like oh okay <laughs> that's awesome all right oh my god that's so exciting and thank you for sharing all of this with the busted open nation because i know that they're really honored and excited to like listen to this like a real conversation since we are far removed from that whole story and everything else. Um, I also want to say, Kia, I just want to give you your flowers also because I am a big fan still. We'll still watch the Netflix special Glow. And I remember <laughs> watching you come on. And I know we've talked about this. You and I have talked about this. Um, but I thought, what an incredible job. And I said, and I was like, oh my God, Kia is the star of the show. That's like wonderful. you shined so brightly and when you say talk about turning on that character, turning on, and I do know, and I know all about the smiley face. I'm guilty of that too. Um, <laughs> I love a good chuckle mid match. <laughs> I can't, I can't. Things pop me, but um, I watched you in that role, and you just, in my opinion, you own that show. You own that role. It was amazing to see. It was amazing to see you. Almost, I don't want to say dumb down your wrestling because you had to in order because a lot of these girls were actresses who had ne- who were learning how to wrestle on set. I'm sure, and you, but to, the way you shined in that role and you were just a natural. And I was like, oh my god, we're never going to see Kia again. She's that's it. She's a star. She's <laughs> gone to the moon. 
you know, I just uh, kudos, congratulations, but also how was that stepping into that role uh, of acting and, and, and what kind of led you into that role? Well, I, I started off in acting, right? My, My mother was an actress and a producer and a, um, game show contestant coordinator so she was always in the business Mm -hmm. and so she would put she would put us in acting when we were kids we would do little you know uh background work some principal work commercials x y and z so i i grew up in acting doing drama doing uh, uh speech contests and whatnot even though i was more shy back then i I mean like really really um just timid and but I had like a, a showbiz mom who you know go out there and do it and we she she practiced the the lines with me and she we we'd have it down and then she, they put me in the room with the casting director and the producers and then I would turn into the you know like that WB frog where the curtains come up and it was just like ribbit <laughs> <laughs> ribbit <laughs> so, never really never really booked anything as a kid. But in my senior year of um, high school, I kind of burst out of my shell, you know, with the cheerleading and and drama and all that stuff and just burst out of my shell. And so acting had always been like the goal. Acting Mm -hmm. was actually the goal, movies and whatnot. But then, you know, Monday Night Wars and whatnot, and Stone Cold Steve Austin and Rock and Sock Connection and ECW. What? I was like, I want to do that. And <laughs> so I that's I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go out and wrestle. I, I felt like I was young enough to do something wild and crazy. And while I was young and I was like, you're young, go out there and do it. And then when you're older, tell your grandkids or your nieces and nephews, yeah, you know, auntie, you stepped the road. <laughs> or whatever. And 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 I did. I, I, I planned my work and I worked my plan. And that's that's what happened. So when Glow came up, that that was, you know, old hat for me. Oh, acting, yeah, I, I, I know how to do that. I know how to deliver a line. And actually acting and um is what helped me so much getting into wrestling because right. um uh it some some of your fans may know initially when I got to Japan I had taken my first bump uh here actually I got the t-shirt on at Jesse Hernandez's school of hard knocks in uh, San Bernardino a month before mm-hmm. one month before Japan I had taken my first bump and I knew slim basics which is why they wanted me anyway because they didn't want to tear down and then rebuild you know uh, tear down old habits and rebuild what they wanted um they had me kind of they could mold me but I had the the acting down and you know I couldn't speak Japanese and even if I could my voice is like hey how are you doing because I'm from California and everything sounds like a question and <laughs> that was a big monster you know persona so you know, the facials and everything, I had to, you know, get into like a real heel mode and acting helped with that, you know, and the little acting classes, you're like, you're a shrub, let's be a shrub. So, like, yeah, this, this is what my, my, my mom, may she rest in peace, that that's what she would have, she would really have loved that I got a part on Glow. She would have really oh. loved it. 
Key, I, I know we're, we're short on time. We're, we're up against the break. And, and, and Mickey, if you don't mind, I just want to thank Gail so, for being a no. part and, and Kia for being a part. Gail's awesome and always has been a great friend of the show. But Kia, I, if, if you don't mind, I, I need some advice from you, if you could. <laughs> sure. All right. So, you know, I do this show, Busted Open, been doing it for 14 years. Mickey's a part of it. She's awesome. Tommy, obviously a great guy. You know, we have Mark Henry, good man, you know, Thunder Rose. Now, you mentioned Japan. You know, Bully Ray is also a host here on the show. He's, a, he's one of my co-hosts. You stepped in the ring with Bully from time to time in Japan as well. Any advice you can give me? Because I've been having the most difficult time dealing with the guy. So is, can you give me any professional advice on how to deal with this man on a day-to-day basis? Any help you could give me would be much appreciated. Well, what is it that you're trying to achieve? You want him to behave a certain way or respond to you in a certain way? What What's your goal? What, maybe what it's it just trying maybe respect? maybe it's on me, Kia. Maybe it's on me having to deal with a personality like bully. Maybe it's on me, but like just just being able on a day to day basis to deal with a man like him. Any advice you can give would be would be appreciated. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I find. Uh, I, mm. Now, since I am retired, I am technically mm-hmm. writing my memoirs, and everyone has a chapter, and he does too. Ooh, so, okay. A little snippet of what um, I found is the best way to get along with him. Um, show him respect because he has earned respect in this business. However, do not roll over. He does not respect people that just roll over and just dish out shit. He will not respect you for that. So if he does something that's out of line, you must speak up for yourself and and there's, and, and and give it to him as, as good as he gets. Now give him respect, but if he gets out of line and he's just treating you like boo boo, then you're gonna boo-boo. have to, you know, like no boo boo. You got to give it to him as good as he gets, and then he will actually respect you. That's that's what I discovered. That's what I discovered. Okay, in my I I appreciate that. Thank you, and I'll make sure I don't roll over. I thank you, Kia. Uh, I appreciate so, that. Hundred yeah. percent agree with but Kia. If you, All of that, and it doesn't work. You give up, and you just find that you just can't deal with it, and you don't care what he thinks anymore. Just know what I'm about to say is foul and very potty humor. Just know this, and but it's true. Fart every time he comes in line. Oh God! All right, all right, all right. You know what? I can do that. I can do that. So true. Tommy left. He doesn't want to hear about lady farts. Yeah, he doesn't want to hear about lady farts. Tommy. And like he like he would he would lose his f he would, he would lose his mom. All right, all right. I, that gives me an advantage. Uh, Kia Gail. Give the man his respect. Though, I will. Okay? I always do. I always do. Kia, Gail, thank you so much for the time today. We appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Uh, Y'all right. are amazing. Yeah. Love you. Uh, uh, thank you. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.